Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and our guest today is Brad Chapoulis. Brad is the Baxter City Administrator. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Tess. Great to be here. Yeah. Welcome back to Community Focus, Brad. Uh, Lots of things going on. We're pretty much putting the bow on the road projects, or do we have a couple that are still going? (laughs) Yeah. Well, as you know, Ken, uh, there's only two seasons, construction season and winter. And Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to wrap up the construction season before the snow flies. Uh, Yeah, we had quite a bit of uh, road construction uh, this year. There's just a few that are, are still ongoing. Uh, one that uh, most people see is along the south side of the railroad tracks on on 210, Foley Road. Yes. Uh, we're doing a, a reconstruction of that from Highway 48 all the way over to the water tower. Uh, with that, installing some sewer and water. Uh, that is set to be done here in mid to late October. Uh, but with that, there's uh, some other interruptions that will happen over the next few weeks. Uh, related to that project uh, at Knollwood and the railroad crossing, we'll have to close that that, that intersection uh, so that we can start doing paving. So that'll be forthcoming. I know PSAs are are being worked on or have recently come out on that. So there's a three week closure there, uh, beginning on the I believe the 19th through October 7th. So people should be aware of that. Uh, The only other portion of our road projects that has yet to be completed, which uh, impacts the local residents but not uh, the community entirely, is is Glory Road west of Isle Drive Intersection, where the new construction is for the Grace Wynn uh, Senior Living Complex and North Central Medical Supply. as those projects have the heavy equipment leaving the site, we now can pave ah. <laughs> Glory Road. Uh, so we'll be doing that here at the, around the same time as we're doing the pavement on Foley Road. So uh, with that, we're trying to wrap up 22. We're already started working on 23. <laughs> so Is there uh, anything major for 23 that everybody's going to yeah. be what, glad to hear about? <laughs> well, last month, the council listed, uh, approved a list of projects to start doing feasibility reports and do the preliminary work that is necessary to move before the projects forward in 2023. With that, we have Cypress Drive, uh, which is just to the east of the, the studio here, uh, which is... Uh, we in 1819 we we did that connection to 210, uh, which uh, is the the main artery into the industrial park. The long term plan was to put uh, to extend that road down to County Road 48 or Highland Scenic Road. Um, that was planned for 2027-28. However, there is a development that just received permits that is expediting the construction of that road. Um, so that'll be happening in 2023. Uh, other um, roads that are under consideration um, have more of a, a local impact than it does the um, impact on the on the on the larger population. Yeah. However, um, we, we are looking to do a full depth reclamations or a major re- re- rehab of uh, Clearwater Road from the frontage road at Edgewood, so just south of, of Best Buy there, yeah. all the way to Inglewood. Cedar mm. <laughs> Scenic Road from Oakwood, or just south of Whipple Beach, Camp Vanassic, all the way over to Memorywood. Oakwood Drive from Cedar Scenic down to Michelle Circle. Jolla Road from Briarwood Lane um, to its dead end. Forest Drive from Excelsior to Clearwater. Fox Road 
from Forest Drive to the dead end and Fox Place from Forest Drive to the dead end. Whew. Okay. <laughs> and that's on top of the Inglewood 210 improvements that are going to start this fall, which will carry over to 2023, which would, is scheduled to be completed in August, September of 23. Okay. Wow. Okay, we're keeping the road construction guys busy in Baxter. Yes. All right. Uh, In addition to that, there's some new developments that uh, we should talk about too, right? Yeah, as I referenced with the improvements on Cypress Drive or the extension of Cypress Drive, uh, Campbell Development, uh, a development group out of Fargo, is um, and has received approval to do 259-unit apartment complex development along that Cypress Drive extended. Uh, They have just received... The first two are the permit for the first two buildings, which are 59 units apiece. Uh, as I drove to the to the studio, I saw that the construction manager's vehicle was there, and I know that the <laughs> equipment is supposed to arrive any day. So, uh, grade work should be starting here any day now on that project. Wow! Another um, housing development that is in the works and is in front of this the planning commission tonight is a development. Uh, I don't think they have an official name for it yet, but Corner Lot Development out of uh, Development Group out of Florida is proposing a 64 unit, which would, uh, if approved, would be on Novotny Road extended. Uh, as you know, 371 heading north, you turn uh, to go west to Jack Pine or to Arrowwood or yeah. Boulder mm-hmm. Tap House and yeah, yeah, those yeah. developments, and it dead ends right at the frontage road. That is to be extended with that project, uh, with wow. the apartments a little bit behind Jack Pine there. So nice. another 64 units there. Um, they are trying to uh, get footings and foundations done yet this fall. And so <laughs> they're trying to get the approvals as quickly as possible. But uh, we've been working with them, and they're, um, we're excited about that as well. Mm. Other development that is in the works, um, Essentia Health has announced that they are going to be doing an expansion of their Baxter Clinic. Mm. Uh, That will be more than likely in 2023, but another sizable expansion of the clinic there, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, The development just to the east of you here at the studio in our industrial park, Lift Tech Marine, a local company is building their new facility in the city of Baxter, and that's going gangbusters. I know that they hope to be open and, and operating here before the end of the year. Cool. And obviously we ta- mentioned Grace Wynn, a senior living complex that is is really moving forward. You know, people saw the, 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 the crane there <laughs> <laughs> doing a lot of work. Um, that crane just recently left. They're trying to... Um, Get completed by spring. Okay. North Central Medical, which is just to the south of that, a local medical supply company. Yeah. Um, they're going gangbusters. They want to open up before the holidays as well. So a lot of a lot of activities there. And then on the non-commercial side, the city uh, continues to make investments into its parks. Um, yes. Just recently, council approved an expenditure to convert one of the half-court uh, half court basketball courts at lauren thompson park to pickleball pickleball there'll be two permanent pickleball courts and we'll do additional striping along the tennis court to add for two additional courts so nice two permanent with the ability to do an additional two so as it picks up momentum and and interest and the facilities will be there to uh, facilitate that very popular right now pickleball totally yeah 
All right. Uh, of course, we're into that time of the year when dun, dun, you're yeah, <laughs> discussing budgets for 2023. Yes. Uh, as, as everybody knows, we start budgeting in late June, July uh, with the in- interior with the departments, and we present a, a budget to the council in, in mid to late August, and we use the month of September to set what we define as the ceiling or the preliminary levy. That sets the ceiling in which the, the levy can be set at, and we use the, the months from that point to December to try and fine-tune numbers and set and adopt a final levy in, in mid to late December. Right. What was originally submitted by department heads was about an 18.7% increase in the operating levy. Uh, myself and, and, and the finance uh, director had worked diligently with department heads to pare that down to 11.8%, which is what we presented to the council in mid-August. We've been meeting, uh, well, we've met twice now, and we'll continue to meet until we adopt um, the preliminary, which we anticipate doing that next Tuesday on the 20th. Uh, We're setting that around 10%. Um, As with everything, as you know, everything has gone up in price, and we're, we're just as susceptible to it as any other individual or business yeah. with the gasoline prices. The prices of materials gone up. It's been, it's been rough 2022, and we're trying to plan for 2023, expecting mm-hmm. those costs of services not going down. Uh, we've seen anything from steel going up 20 to 30 percent uh, and some other road-related uh, maintenance things going up, you know, between – 20 and 40 percent, you know, wow. depending upon that. So it makes budgeting really difficult yes, to do because yes. you know, there are several things that are outside of our control. Uh, but we've had very good and healthy conversations. Um, while the council will more than likely be setting at, you know, the preliminary levy, that ceiling at around 10 percent, I believe that our goal or the council's goal will be is to adopt a budget that's going to be reflective of inflation. Okay. And so Right now, as my my way driving to the studio, I heard that the the CPI report saying that inflation was at eight point three for the month of August. So, yeah, would anticipate we'll be in that mid eight range when all said and done, so that it reflects the increase of doing business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you don't think about that often, but uh, it's true. When we talk about road improvements and everything you do, all your vehicles, police cars. They all run on gas, and yep. that went up, so budgets huh. have to... Well, anybody that's been shopping to. for a car or a piece yeah. of equipment know that it's up you know, anywhere from 10 to 20%, so... Yep. Yeah. All happen. right, so uh, walk us through the rest of the process now. When does this final thing, uh, the, so, the budget, the yep. preliminary budget, will be finalized when? Uh, we are anticipating to take that to council on the 20th, okay. a, week from, okay. a week from today. Okay. And then, of course, you have that time to adjust yeah. yet before the end. It can yeah. go so, down, but it can't go up. Correct. So state statute says, you know, it, is, it's written that we have to adopt a preliminary before the end of September. Mm-hmm. And we have until the last day of business in December to adopt the final levy that will be applied to the tax rolls um, by that time. So okay. Very good. Uh, we're getting close to the election, too. Um, how's, how's the city of Baxter uh, doing with uh, volunteers and so on for the election? Uh, everything's good? Yeah, we've, we've been very lucky. We've had a lot of people who came out and supported and expressed interest in serving as judges and things of that nature. Um, while we had a, a primary, but there was, you know, 
those were four state, federal, and and county county seats as the city elects at large. So we didn't have any primary candidates, uh, but we do have uh, two seats that are up for re-election or for for election um, here in November. Uh, there are um, three candidates that filed. Uh, Zach Tabbitt and Connie Lissio, who are incumbents, and Amy Bogart, uh, who uh, filed as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And how does that work? The top vote getter? Yep. The top two vote getters will be uh, awarded the, the, the two seats that are vacant. Okay. Or will be vacant. Will be vacant, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's fairly easy when you consider what's going on during this election. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Popularity vote, uh, top two, uh, we'll, we'll get the two seats that are available. Very good. All right. Anything else that uh, we should be aware of as we head for fall? No. Actually, there's just a lot uh, that's going on. We continue to be busy. We're excited about what's going on in the community uh, and sharing that as it becomes uh, available. You know, no different with JCPenney earlier this year and mm-hmm. everything else, the JCPenney building and everything else this summer. We've been very busy, and we're very blessed to, to have the the movement that we've been experiencing over the last uh, two years. So, Excellent. Well, Brad, All always right. a pleasure to have you here to talk about these happenings in the city of Baxter, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next month. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, okay. Brad. Brad Chapoulis is the Baxter City Administrator, and we thank him for being here. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our community focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website, 1067wjjy.com. You can listen through our free downloadable app as well, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.